welcome back to the All-Rounders Corner after another bumper weekend of sporting action. Bop, 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 With myself, Pila Sanders, and Klava, and the man who lost the biggest derby <laughs> of the weekend, wow. Nono Pongolo, is next to me. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I had to, I had to, I had to. Yeah, Nons, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Uh, we're not going to start with the no. sore point. No. no. We're not going to start with that sore point. We'll, we'll leave it for the end. I'm sure he wants us to start with... Uh, his, his three points, but we'll, we'll, we'll start it we'll, at the end. No, yeah. no. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it for the end. We both saw it because exactly. his team lost. Yes, <laughs> yes. So uh, we'll, we'll leave Premier League chat to the end. Um, both uh, men's and women's cricket, national cricket teams uh, were in action this past weekend. Of course, um, the Momentum Protea is playing in a T20 series against Pakistan yeah. away um, at the National Stadium in Karachi. Um, with the men's also playing uh, a three-match T20 international series against Australia at Hollywood Bets Kings Mead. Both of them um, rather disappointedly lost those series, um, didn't win a game or haven't won a game so far. I know the, the, the ladies' team uh, have got one more T20. Um, they've lost both, which is today, right? Um, they've lost both the, 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 the opening two, which obviously means that they've lost the series. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have been asking, how can you not be able to defend 150 <laughs> on two consecutive occasions, um, especially when you've batted first? Yeah. And I think for me, the simple answer to that is that the Proteus women's team... Um, just don't have enough experience and firepower within that bowling lineup since the retirement of uh, Shabna Mishmal. And I think that's so crucial in terms of um, bowling in those kind of conditions. You know it's flat, it's good batting wickets, um, and you need just something extra to, to, to really propel yourself um, in, into a, a very threatening position. Um, they have a really good bowling attack, but it just doesn't have enough firepower for me to take um, 10 wickets in a T20 game to win it. Um, they, they, they've got the batting experience with Laura Volfart and Tasman Brits at the, at the top of the order and then uh, Marazan Kap and, and Sunil List uh, to follow. But after that, they don't really have um, enough power, firepower for me to really trouble the Pakistani batters on those kind of, of batting wickets. Um, and if, I think it's going to take a while for the South African women's team to find um, a replacement or, or, or like for like bowler to a Shabni Mishma, same pace, same aggression, same hunger to actually take wickets, particularly in the power play. Um, and, and I think that's the Achilles heel so far, especially in those kind of, of conditions in Pakistan. But I think it's, it's still a, a very good team, particularly batting-wise. Um, but uh, it's just they just need to find an extra sort of level in terms of the pace that some of the bowlers have in, 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 that, in that lineup. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got to start and say yes and no in mm. what you said. I mean, I agree, certainly. I think the word is X-factor that we, yeah. we're probably looking for here. Um, we can't underestimate the work that Shabnim did for South Africa, being one of the quickest bowlers in the world in yeah. cricket uh, for the longest time as well. And like I said, I think our previous or maybe two parts ago was the fact that it wasn't 
planned or phased out yes kind of speaks to that yeah because there are young younger players coming through raw mm. pace mm. one here at the lines as well but like they are still inexperienced mm. um in the fringes of the the proteus team and like you said there's no substitute for pace yep in any any Men's cricket, women's cricket. In India, they say pace is pace. You see, so <laughs> the fact that they're missing that at the moment. I mean, we look at this current bowling lineup. Mlab, I think she's been amazing. Yes, she's, lefty. she's consistent, mm. uh, lefty. You've got Marizan Kap, who's the outswinger, experienced player, but not quick. Yeah. Um, Ayabonga Kaka, always accurate. She's always, she's yeah. always consistent, accurate. Masabata class, it's nice for her because I think she's getting an opportunity now yeah. to, 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 to play a lot more. And um, she's also very steady and, been, and it's been good. Nadine DeClerc, uh, Delmi Taka. Yeah. So you're talking about players who are decent at what they do. Yeah. But that, that the X factor. Either wrist spinner, yeah. fast bowler makes a huge difference. I mean, you're looking at the scores here, like you said, 150s um, on, on a couple of occasions. The interesting part, though, for me, in those in those games south africa were 150 for three yep um we had tasnim brits 78 of 64. For first me, game yeah to use 64 balls is you, you gotta be more than 120 strike rate. yeah you've because you've taken more than half of the balls yeah and if it needs to be 160 170 strike rate because you got in yes you got in uh, Laura got 44 of 38, 115 strike rate. Yes. So that means Marizan Cup only had 13 balls, got 19. Mm. So she was strike rate of 146. So it just didn't allow the rest of the team to yeah. get enough to kind of have an impact in the game. So yeah. I think that's where the talking, that's why I said yes and no, because yeah. the batting front, there's still a lot of work that needs yeah. to happen. And just listening to Laura, um, Laura Volfart um, about it, she said, we're playing the power plays well mm. but we're getting stuck in the afterwards middle. we're yeah. getting stuck in the middle overs and like we said spin is going to be massive yes and they've been unstuck well they've been stuck in those middle overs because they're just not playing spin well so the rate starts nicely you know decent power play but it it, it dips, it, 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 it dips. Mm. so that's something obviously we said as well that mm. experience those players that are no longer there managing those middle overs well so that's pretty I think it's it's been difficult, yeah. and obviously, where potentially there could be massive improvements. I've got a question then, because I mean, to me that says there's there's a bit of a a concern with the 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 sort of the middle order of of the South African batting lineup. They're very top order yeah. heavy. Yeah. So if if a Brits goes out cheaply, yeah. if a Laura Volfart goes out cheaply, if a, a um, Marzan Cup goes out cheaply. Yeah. I think there's a concern about the underbelly, about yeah. how you know the middle order can perform and really you know sort of no, maintain the rate or keep up with that rate, and that's why they they take uh, they don't take long, but they, that's why they they are extra cautious yes. in those yes. middle overs, particularly those top uh, order batters, yeah. because I mean uh, I think there's. There is, there's not, a, a, not a, enough experience in that middle order to really push up the strike rate yeah. to get it to 170 yeah. um, a, a, as a score. And then that can be a very difficult to, to sort of 
chase um, for, for, for an opposition. So I think for me, that's, it sounds very much like they're very top order heavy and that they're uh, concerned about the middle order and how yeah. effective the middle order can be in situations past the power play. Yeah, you spot on. I think you summed it up really well. There. It's when, when you feel that you don't have all the options yeah. that you have uh, to help you in those middle overs to get through that phase, you tend to take a little bit more time yeah. in the middle because you're worried about if I take risks now, what does What's that mean? Behind me. Yeah, because maybe the options. And it, this is why we emphasized the last time I said it's a massive year for people like Obosinan mm. because you've been around the team for a while now. And it's, these are the opportunities now to say, I've got the experience of international level, but I don't necessarily have the experience of maybe batting high up yeah. in, those, in, those, in those opportunities. Um, I think the most important part for me is, is the fact, is exactly that what we yeah. speak of, Usinalo Jafta, having the opportunity to, having been around the, the international side for a while now, yeah. to have the opportunity to bat higher yeah. and use that experience because, like you said, you need that five, six to come into 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 uh, assisting that top yeah. order. Um, seven, you know, because that's where I feel now South Africa is lacking, that experience. Um, and there's many opportunities that are available now. Who's going to put their hand up yep. and, and kind of take those opportunities? Yeah. No, I, and I guess, you know, when you, when you look at it in context... Um, Really good batting pitches in, in Pakistan. Yeah. National Stadium always produces um, flat decks <laughs> in Pakistan. Like only it, know one way. <laughs> there's, there's only one way of preparing pitches in Pakistan, and that's to make them a road. So mm. I think in context, maybe you know we can sit here and, and say that South Africa doesn't have um, enough sort of firepower in that bowling lineup. But ultimately... Runs on the board, man. Yeah, you know, mm. you... you, you there's runs on the boards and you should be able to defend yeah. them whether there's a, a flat deck or not. Yeah. Um, you've got runs on the board yeah. and 150, in most cases, you should be able to defend. It gets you a win um, in T20 cricket. So, yeah, yeah hopefully the, 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 this last game that they can pick up um, and, and, end on, and end off the, the T20 leg of the series or, or the tour um, on a high note. And I know it's it's their first time in Pakistan as well. So, yeah. I mean, there's various factors to it. Uh, first time playing in those kind of conditions. They There's not there's no player that has ever played in Pakistani conditions. New captain? New captain. Mm. Um, so we can sit here and, and be critical, but there are so many other factors that go into maybe not being able to defend that 150 um, that maybe the team are, 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 are slightly struggling with in terms of, um, you know, getting a, a grips of conditions, um, new philosophy and captaincy. Where does Laura Volfort want to take this, this Proteus side um, in, into the future? We don't know how long she's going to be captain for as well because she's, she's slated in as interim captain until, um, which looks like there's going to be um, a quite a bit of change in that woman's setup um, in the near future. Um, the coach's role is also up <laughs> in the exactly air. That's exactly what I was thinking you about. Know, yeah. The coach's role is up in the air, and maybe that's why the decision was to just place Laura Volfart in an interim position yeah, because we don't know mm. what the new coach, if there is going to be a new coach, what he, he or she is going to be looking for 
um, in terms of leadership in that yeah. Proteus side. So there's a lot of factors that are, are sort of milling around in that Momentum Proteus camp. And, 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 and the big part for me as, as well, uh, I always try to have development in mind yeah. and, 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 and almost giving exposure opportunities to, you know, players that maybe haven't, you know, been entrusted yes. with ro certain responsibilities before. Yes. And, I mean, just looking at the batting order for the, like, even including the second game, it's, it, it remained identical Rigid. to the first yeah. game. Laura, Tasvid, Marizan. Nadine came in slightly earlier yeah. to, to help with the 21 of 11 yeah. in the second game with yeah. 190 strike rate, which is it's perfect. Yeah. But, like, Sune hasn't batted much. Yes. Um... Bosch hasn't batted, Tucker yes. hasn't batted, yes. Sinalo hasn't batted. Yes. So it's also another opportunity I'd feel. I mean, potentially both teams could they they're gonna lose three yeah. 0 in the same basically in the same, same week. week yeah. So how about you give opportunity and see what else um you have? Um so that I mean it's obviously still the same coach. You kind of explore and see um if anyone has grown yeah. um give opportunities and see for how they growth. could grow. Yeah, yeah, for growth, you know. So those are the opportunities for me that I feel that still could be taken yeah. because, um, like I said, it's just how can they close this gap now that's, that's blatantly there for everyone to see the, the, the experience that's been lost um, in the last couple of years um, with their senior players obviously um, retiring. Um, and I think that's where now trying to plug those holes yeah. and and one of the ways is about creating those opportunities. Yeah, men's side also lost. <laughs> um, we were both in comms for for the <laughs> series, and you know from from the outset we 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 spoke about this series being um, one eye or both eyes on the twenty twenty four T Twenty World Cup in the US and and the West Indies. But you still want to win. Um, and I think the, the personnel that did duty in this T20 International Series for the Proteas um, may have not taken up the opportunities that were presented <coughs> to themselves. Uh, a, a player like Devo Brevis, and, and I know a lot of people are going to say, but... He's not batting in his usual... Yes. Um, but it, it, it's still an opportunity to, to, to showcase... Um, your skills, your talent, your ability at international level. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to start with Brevis because, you know, he's, he's, he's one player that undoubtedly has the talent. Mm. Um, and, and a lot of people, uh, when you speak to them who know Brevis a little bit more intimately, a lot of people say that I think a, at this stage, he's probably not at a mental level to be able to survive the rigors of international cricket. He he's still at a at a franchise level where he's he's comfortable in in his thinking, in his ability, in his knowledge of the game, and they need to push him to to break out of that mold and get into international cricket. And that needs a mindset switch, and and not necessarily a talent or a technical uh, ability. But there are players that that were provided with an opportunity. I thought Lazard Williams bowled okay. Got, uh, got better. Got better. Yeah, got as, better as each game, yeah. To, you know? yeah. And it's also the first time that he's played 
three consecutive games for South Africa. So, yeah. you know, that that was a good opportunity for him to get into um, a, an international sort of <coughs> mind frame on a consistent level, which I, for me I thought was, was great from the coaching staff to give a player like Lizard Williams that amount of opportunity to showcase himself and become better as as the series went. Yeah. What I've also seen on social media, Nonzi, is um, <coughs> a name that will always dominate, especially when the Proteas are playing, whatever format, is Temba Bavuma. Mm. Um, sure, last night he didn't have the greatest of, of, or, of games of, or nights. Mm. First ball dark, dropped a couple of catches. Mm. But people have, already, have always doubted his ability to play T20 cricket. Mm. Um, which I think for me is a little bit harsh, particularly in this situation of the Australia T20 series. When you look at the squad and you look at the names that are not there, David Miller's not there, um, Quinton de Kock is not there, Heinrich Klaassen is not there. Those are the batters. Yeah. So how much of experience is taken out of this T20 side? And then you say, well, you shouldn't play Temba Bavuma because... He isn't uh, a T20 cricketer, yeah. which for me is a little bit harsh because when you when you look at it in context, you take those three guys out, who's left? Mm. You have a Donovan Ferreira who's still who's make who made his debut. You have a Matthew Bresco who made his debut in this series. You have a Diego Brevis who made his debut in this series. Those three are inexperienced. Mm. Who else do you look at? in terms of experience in that batting lineup. That's the one reason. The second reason for me is these three guys that you've taken out, Klaassen, um, Miller, and, and, uh, and, and De Kock, you had to take them out because you have to manage their workload because they've played so much league cricket in the yeah. South African winter months. Yeah. And you don't want them to break down at the, at the Cricket World Cup in India. Yeah. So that from a management and load perspective was necessary. Yeah. A guy like Temba Bavuma doesn't have those opportunities to play league cricket around the world. So the only s opportunity... He's been playing internal games exactly. and, and, and from trying to give him proper game time and obviously there's the 50 over series exactly. that is coming up. It's important to obviously when you think about it yes. in Obviously, in reflection now, you think that's kind of the direction that they were coming from yeah. to give him game time, which is exactly exactly that. But at the same time, for me, I thought this was a perfect series to kind of see yeah. where is Bretsky yeah. in terms of he's had some domestic success. Mm. Let's see on the next level mm. where he fits in. You give him three games. Yeah. Donovan Ferreira, you give him three games. Yeah. Um, uh, Brevis, you give him three games. Yeah. Because you want to see. The, the, the reason why I say that is because we're always in the, in the lookout to try to grow our pool yeah. of players. You want to create competition yeah. within the national setup. Okay? Because these are net gains that we're looking for. And, and, and the most important part for me is... Giving that player opportunity, you've got you've got the run. Yep. Let's see what you are. Because remember, it's T20 cricket, guys. Yep. 
T20 cricket, you're not guaranteed success. Nope. Especially high, aggressive uh, type of approaches where we want guys to have a go. Mm. You want to give them the opportunity to say, you've got three games. Have give a go. It, give it a go, yeah. Have a go. And then we'll assess after those three games. Okay, you know what? Donovan Ferreira, it looks like we, we're about to gain something there. Yeah. The way he played on debut, now I'm thinking, I've been speaking a lot about six, seven, eight mm. for South Africa. And that's exactly what these opportunities create. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, we've got Stubbs. We've got Donovan. Yeah. We've got David Miller. We've yeah. got Clarsen. These are the guys that could potentially win us games, win us games yeah. in those slots. And, of course, we've had the likes of, um, um, what's it called, Janssen as well, yeah. being someone that potentially could also um, come, into, come into the party as well. So... These are the things that are just beyond yeah. just winning, which is important. And I know that like, I always <laughs> harp on it in, this, in these podcasts that, you know, as, as fans, it's not always just about winning. Yeah. Um, and for me, to lose, to lose 3-0 yeah. with those type of players playing, will be like, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough because we've given opportunity. Yeah. I'm not saying losing is acceptable, yes. but I'm saying... It would have been from a fan's point of view. When yeah. I look at it, I'm like, okay, we've, we're trying to bleed a few players. Yeah. Because again, like we said, the World Cup is next year yeah. in, in June. And that's where for me, it kind of like, it, it felt like a missed opportunity. Yeah. But at the same time, 100% agree with what you said about mm. Utemba. Because he doesn't play those games. You don't want him going into those, um, that 50 over cold. L- uh, leg of the series cold and not having yeah. uh, having th- that so um but i think again we tend to uh, always um focus on south africa but for me what stood out is the brand of cricket australia's play absolutely guys. It, it's it's aggressive um and uh, they've got all-rounders galore yeah. <laughs> um tim davids the turners the yeah. aaron um aaron hardy, hardy you've yeah. got um the captain himself batting at three stoiners um, Abbott, so, so it just shows you, um, you know, once you have a really big tournament like the Big Bash yeah. doing well, it's easier to reward guys into the national team. And do you know what? They look like they belong yep. in that level because the standards of the Big Bash. And that's the importance of the SA20 now. People might not realize the Absolutely. importance of SA20 because mm. it translating that form into into the national team, side yeah. and also the brand of cricket is being played guys i don't think at any game australia were below 10 runs and over not at all they never dipped below 10 yeah. i don't think at any stage south africa went above 10 yeah you and know consistently, consistently. Yeah, 10, yeah. and that speaks to maybe the type of cricket we've been playing as yeah. a country in terms of the aggressive we tend to have more of the timing type of players. And it's time that now we also switch on and and say, who are these players that can take a game? And at times, it might not be a guy with all the stats we want. And it's about saying that guy's got the the, the, the profile, ability. Yeah. The, the ability that we're looking for. We're gonna have a, we're gonna take a punt and have a look. Yeah. And uh, especially like we said, it's 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 in June. We're having a look. It doesn't mean the guy is guaranteed to get in. And also, once you've had a look at international level, everyone can see hey, this guy might be getting stuck against a short ball yeah. here, or he's struggling against yeah. a spinners. Yeah. Um, you know, you say, Chief, go back to domestic cricket work on A, B, and C, yeah. and hopefully 
in you know a couple of months or next series series, we're gonna have a look and and that's also part of the national team especially the t20 format for me Mm -hmm. because it's it's you can't bleed guys at test cricket (laughs) and 50 over cricket obviously is it's probably more aligned to 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 the test yeah. uh, test side, but at the same time, obviously there's a World Cup, so you kind of limited yeah. in terms of um, how much you give. And this was a perfect opportunity to have a look as a as a as a national team coaching staff um, right now. Um, the World Cup squad is being announced. Obviously, w- w- this will come out after um, the World Cup squad has been announced, but. It's worth a, a, a try and an attempt to to try and preempt who, which names will be um, in in that squad. Uh, it's obviously been, I think it's at Great Bloom. Great, great college. Yeah, Great yeah. Bloom. Uh, that announcement. Um, I think from the current squad that oh, firstly before we get there, um, th- there's been a lot of questions about why. South Africa announcing uh, a World Cup <laughs> squad before um, they play the one-day international series against Australia. Haven't the coaches, don't the coaches want to see how players play in the one-day international series before they announce the squad? So it's an interesting question for me hey. because uh, it's got a lot of weight in on it, but mm. I, I, I think the, the, the more logical answer to that is that Maybe the coaches already know who they want to take to India um, and that this, the Australian series will be a tune-up for those players that they already know will go to India and do, do, do duty for, for the World Cup in India. Yeah. But a lot of people then say then, what if there's an outside opportunity yeah. for players in this Australia series before you announce, then what happens then? So it's an interesting question, which I only have one answer to. Lance. What's your answer? My answer is the the coaches already know who they want. Yeah. Uh, it's actually I, I have not considered it from that point of yeah. view, and it's actually a very important question because we sit here sometimes and laugh and say the team we could probably predict the team, yes, yes. you know. And again, we don't allow like last last night, yeah. Donovan Ferreira. Yeah scores a, a big score. Yeah. So now what happens? Yeah. Instead now we saw Tim David first T twenty. Yeah. He scores a gun seventy. Gets drafted into gets the drafted into the, the fifty over. They want to have a look. Yeah. They want to have a look. And that's exactly what these opportunities are about. Yeah. So similar to Donovan Ferrer. Yeah. You just had a good you finished the innings really well. Mm. Let's draft him in, in the fifty over side. Let's have a look as yeah. well. Let's see what you could do. Um, in that yeah. and you you are spot on because now you've kind of closed the door in, yeah. in, in in that and funny enough what they've probably have had several camps yeah um and the camps is you're playing amongst yourselves yeah and i was one of the probably just going back a little bit um f- uh, to the t20 yeah. just for a second is i heard on a couple of occasions the captain saying they felt rusty <laughs> and for me that was kind of like, I don't know if you could say that in public. Yeah. Because you've had several camps. Yes. And again, it was a missed opportunity from my side, from a planning point of view, to yeah. say, we, we the national side, we're obviously trying to create, simulate a camp and whatever. What's, what would have stopped them to play the Dolphins? Yep. What would have stopped them to play the National Academy? Yes. What would have st- because I can tell you guys for free, 
the worst games to play as a sports person is the internal games because you can never really find that same intensity when you're playing against someone that is not in the same environment as as you. So I would have thought, you know, a few games before leading up to the T20 leg, you play the Titans, you play the the National Academy, yeah. you play the Lions, anyone that's here that obviously from a planning point of view can... Makes can, it you know, And you go possible, to that yeah. um, with a run of games. And I just thought there was a, a you know, just a, a missed opportunity. And again, now it's, it's, it's similar with some of the guys having not played mm. um, 50 over cricket. And now you're saying, these are the guys that I'm taking. Um, but um, I guess... Maybe in terms of brand, what he, the coach wanted to see, got what he needed to see, but it will be interesting to um, to kind of if there will be any shocks yeah. uh, from that. But I don't pre- foresee anything out of the ordinary. Um, thinking about the squad, I think I want to go back slightly to to what you said about Donovan Ferrer. I mean, a perfect example of of a player taking the opportunity yeah. um, in a role that is so specific. Yep. Um, it's a specific role to finish an innings. Um, and, and we've relied on David Miller for a hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't we just bring in a guy like him to to try and assist um, the likes of Klaassen and Miller? Um, he's much younger. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be around for, for a little bit longer than a David Miller and and, and, uh, and a Heinrich Klaassen. So, yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, I think... The current squad, though, that, that will face Australia in the one-day international series looks like the, the, the kind of squad that they will take to India. Mm. It's, it's, um, it's a squad of 15, right? Yeah. And, I mean, 15 I'm, for the World Cup. Yeah, for the World Cup. Yeah. And I'm looking at the ODI squad here. Um, it's Temba Bavuma, Devil Brevis, Kotsia, Jill, um, Quinton de Kock, Bjorn Fortein, Riza Hendricks, Marco Janssen, Heinrich Klaassen, Sisanda Makala, um, Keshav Maharaj, mm. Aidan Markram, David Miller, um, we've got Lungingidi, Anrich Nokia, mm. um, Tabresh Emzi, Wayne Parnell, Kachiso Rabada, Tristan Stubbs, and Rassi von Edison. Mm. So, I mean... That's how many players? It's more than 15. 20. Yeah, so five need to go. Five need to go. Um, we need to put our heads on the <laughs> on the block here. Five need to go. Five need to go, and I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna presume Brevis won't make it. Your thoughts? I think so too. Okay. Um, because I'm starting captain Temba, mm. Devil Brevis. He makes the reserves. Yeah. Reserves. Gerald Kutsia. Reserve. Quentin de Kock. In. In. Uh, Bjorn Fortein. In. In. Riza Hendricks. In. In. Marco Janssen. In. In. Hendrik Klaassen. In. Sisanda Magala. If he recovers from injury, then yes, he is in. Okay. So there's a there's a bit of a cloud there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Keshav Maharaj. In. Must be careful, Chief. You need yeah. five. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aiden Markham. In. David Miller. In. Lunging Edi. Hmm. I said Gerald is not making it, right? Gerald and Brevis. Gerald and Brevis are not in. Gidi in. Okay. Nokia. In. Like, real obvious. Mm. Tabresh Amzi. 
<laughs> he has to go. It's India. In, yeah. Um, Wayne Pornell. Also injury cloud, but if he recovers, he's definitely going. Definitely going. Yeah. <laughs> Rabana. Definitely going. And Tristan Stubbs. Doesn't make it. Doesn't make it. Yeah. So technically, you've <laughs> left out. You said could be in is Wayne Parnell and Sisana Makala. Yes, because of injury. Of injury. Mm. So you, we're sitting in a position now where potentially Sisana Makala has had an impact. Yes. We don't know who's going to replace him. Yes. We've had Wayne Parnell has been playing of late. We don't know who's going to replace yes. him. Yes. Um, I think there's a question mark around how many spinners they're going to take. That is true. Are they taking three front line spinners? Three front line or taking two? two? And the other thing that stood out for me in this series, or the T20 leg of the series, having wrist spinners, guys. It's difficult. Having wrist spinners <laughs> in white ball cricket is a game changer. Yeah. And uh, you and I might have had an informal conversation and saying, who's been Tabrashams' competition mm. in South Africa? Um, since Imran Tahir, he's had that role for a while. Mm. Um, we see Bjorn Fontaine and Keshav Maharaj compete in white ball cricket. Someone might have the opinion, say Keshav is better. Mm. I mean, I've played with Bjorn Fontaine in mm. white ball cricket and know the impact he's had mm. at the Lions, winning all for all tournaments yeah. and being an integral part of all those competitions. Yes. But for me, I think, again, at a massive talking point, who's competing with Shamsi? And we've mentioned the likes of the youngster of Obo Caleb Seleka. Yes. Um, you've got Sean Van Berg, um, who's more of a Red Bull um, bowler. Mm. Um, we've got Ngaba Peter, who's yes, just joined here. I was going to say. Um, you've got um, also the other leggy at the Lions, Junet Darwood. Kaba is the left arm wrist spinner as well. So it's South Africa. That's another area that we really need to focus yeah. on because we knew when Imran Tahir was bowling in the middle overs we could lock one side out yeah. and we could uh, pick it, up it kind of help well. South Africa yeah. to be more competitive in white ball cricket in the middle overs and it just feels at the moment you know Tabrez is not as in form in the way we would like him and is not impacting the games in the way that we'll like him. And it's 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 it's, it's a it's a very important conversation there, like to get him right before India because it's so important for South Africa and what he could offer in those middle. I know where I just went off yeah. a little bit, but like I just felt that's something that's important as well to have in that conversation. Yeah. So we're done with picking that Oh, you went on the fence <laughs> and you gave I me two went, guys I never that could or could not be. It, well, that, but yeah. it, it just shows you how difficult it's it is difficult, because yeah. you have to leave someone. The, the only good thing is that Clarsen is obviously the secondary wicketkeeper, yeah. so he, he, he would go. Yeah. But now the question is, does, does um, all three spinners make it? Yep. And also... What happens with Sasanda and Parnell? Yeah. Do you take them even though they are injury risk? They're injurious. I mean, it's happening in the spring box at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, do you make a call? Because I think in terms of backing up um, um, KG for me, uh, Makala does that. Yeah. Um, I think there's a question mark on terms of impact 
Kangiti right now. Yes. Um, and again, that's someone also probably desperate for um, what's Mati Gallup mm. playing games, mm. um, having that run of um, of games and and trying to get his form up because potentially mm. there could be also a big name missing um, from that squad. From that squad, yeah. if um, Parnell and Magala are deemed fit. I don't want to be a selector. You see, you like uh, being on the <laughs> I don't want to be a selector. The good thing is the selectors are, are, the, uh, the, are the coaches, coaches now. The captain. So it's, 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 you it's made the them. call, Chief. <laughs> you made the call with your medical staff. You've got no one else. It, it, that's an interesting thing as well. I think we, we, we haven't spe- spent any time on, on it because, I mean, in the previous World Cup, they have, there was a selection panel. Yeah. Um, that was disbanded when Enoch Nkwe came in as director of cricket. Does the onus now, uh, does it make it better in terms of the onus lying on the cap, the, the coaches and the captain to pick the squads that they want to represent South Africa at any given point, not just at the World Cup? Does it make it fair on players? Does it make it a, a better situation? To, because we, we're going to get selection debacles yeah there's always a selection sort of uh, controversy at a world cup and at any given stage in south african cricket well right now immediately straight away it's taken away because the coach is making the call um you're not gonna the coaching staff passing it on to the convener and the selector you're making the call which is i think is a good and a bad way because as a coach at times you're seeing your players week in week out and you get to be closer with them, it's more, um, I mean, it's a, it becomes a very difficult decision yeah. because of being closer with them. Whereas if you've got those eyes from mm. the outside, a different perspective, um, that convener, yeah. at times it kind of makes it, Chief, this is what we're seeing. Yes. As someone, you, we are involved, but not as hands-on yeah, as you are. Yeah. We give you a different perspective, which it, it can be crucial at times yeah. to give the coach... Yeah. Just um, you know, someone to to bounce ideas off yeah. um, from the outside. So, yeah, uh, in terms of accountability, mm. I agree with it. Yep. But like, it can get tricky once you become close to the players. Yeah. Um, you always want That's, the best for everyone, yeah. and you. I'm seeing how you're working hard in yeah. the nets, and you know, I can just give him another chance. Yeah. And then someone says, you know what, so-and-so from outside is actually doing well. How about him? Yeah. And it just gives you that point of view. So it is interesting to see how it goes. It will be our first World yeah. Cup with that approach. With that approach yeah. But in, 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 at least the coach is making that decision. And, and also the coaches, as much as they, they are cricket people, they, they, they can't get to every ground. They can't yeah, get yeah, to yeah. every level to try and watch uh, and track players. So from that point of view, maybe it could be uh, a bit of an Achilles heel, but I also think that it's um, we're, a, uh, we're better off having the responsibility lie with the coaches and the captains to try and pick um, squads for South Africa going forward. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, fair, fair enough. I yeah. think uh, probably a nice way to, to move uh, to a different conversation. Yes, very much. <laughs> very much. Uh, MTN 8 this past weekend. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Whoa. Uh, Chief Sundowns, uh, and we spoke last weekend about, or last part about um, the importance of Kaiser Chiefs following up good performances with um, an- another good performance. They've had three of them in a row. Um, 
it was Amazulu. Two, two, two league wins. Yeah. And Amazulu yeah. and Stellenbosch yeah. in the league. Mm. And then Sundowns. I thought this past weekend in the cup game, that first half, and, and maybe it's, a, it's an intentional sort of tactic from Lefinseki and, and, the, and, the, and the Chiefs uh, sort of coaching staff. But in that first half, they, they were very much happy to allow Sundowns to have all the ball. 71% ball position. <laughs> they were very, it looked like. 71. They were very happy. The pass to was completely, exactly. the keys were yeah. gone, the driver had clocked it, out, it, it was he parked. He was having lunch at the <laughs> FNB Stadium no, somewhere. it was parked. So it looked like that for me. And I think I said it uh, on social media that at least Chiefs will be happy that they didn't concede a goal in that yeah. first half when they didn't have any of the ball. Yeah. And I think it, 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 when you look at it in how the, the match unfolded, they were very happy with the, the, the initial result until yeah. Kuliso Mudao equalized. Yeah. Because the second half was much better because they knew that they could, they could employ and find holes at the back of Sundowns because they know now if they can get um, the possession of the ball and try and hit them on the counter and make it accurate, yeah. they, can, they can score. Yeah. And they did yeah. until that last minute where Junior Mendieta a, a fantastic assist. Yeah. It's probably one of the best assists I've seen in, yeah. in, 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 in the season so far. Yeah. But you look at it from a Chiefs point of view and you say, okay, now I'm seeing how Molef wants to set up, particularly against teams like Sundowns who enjoy having a lot of the ball. What's going to be interesting for me is how they're going to set up uh, when they yeah. play Pirates in the, in the, in the, in the Soweto Derby. Pirates also another very good side in terms of <coughs> ball position and, 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 and playing fast football. Mm. But I think for me, Kaiser Chiefs in the past, by the evidence of the past three games, the two league wins, and of course the draw in the cup, they look like they, 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 they've, they've got a bit of organization. Yeah, uh, you are spot on. I mean, we, we've hopped on confidence, we've hopped on uh, building momentum. And and we called it in a way. We could yeah. see those run of wins were building up to to that Sundowns. Yes, we might say they didn't play with a lot of position, mm. but again, I mean, I think Jose said I think it played Pep's team or something. Yeah. They, he won with like a ridiculous ball position. Like thirty percent. They said they could keep the ball. Um, I'll take, take the home. points. <laughs> <laughs> they can you take know, the ball. With yeah, they can take. You know, but so that's the most important part. Mm. I mean. West Ham against Brighton, mm. similar, where they basically, I think it was 27, 27% ball position. Yeah. They won 3-1. Yeah. So it's about having a game plan. Like I said, sometimes we, I think modern football, we're so obsessed in terms having of having the ball. Having the ball, style. Yes, fancy, it's nice. Yeah. What Pep does is nice. What Sundowns does is nice. Yeah. But it, it, there's so many different ways of approaching a game, mm. especially when you are going to play the better side. Sundowns, let's be honest. Right now, are dominating South African football. Yeah. And to say a team that is rebuilding, let's go match them and, and take them on. I Detrimental. I can't. So you're <laughs> going to open up different gaps and all mm. that stuff. And like you said, Chiefs was well organized. Um, they, had a, they had a game plan. We're going to catch them 
on the counter. But now, when you're playing a game plan like that, it forces you to be accurate. Yep. You have to be accurate. You might get two, three chances. Yeah. And funny enough, again, West Ham had two, three chances. And they made, they made them count. And that now becomes, you know, responsibility of the forwards, making the right decisions, mm. you know, and making use of those opportunities. And like you said, I mean, uh, the, the coach said, said exactly that. He said, the first half, Bobby was good enough to forget about it because yeah. they didn't really do anything but they looked to they they pressed them a little bit more higher yeah. up they yeah. got more uh, they got forward that means the ball they were intercepting the balls a yeah. lot further up and you could quickly make the play um a lot closer to goal than having to build up from the back etc um and you said he seems very sure of his plan what yeah. he's doing and again, it's it's difficult when things are not going well and obviously you question what the coach yes. is doing. But now I think people are starting to see that yeah. there is something slowly that is building. Yeah. And um, disappointing that they got that away goal because yeah. obviously it's the MTN 8, it's home, home and away. Yeah. They started away the first goals. leg at home. Oof. And that away goal for Sundowns might be crucial yeah. because now it might force Chiefs to play a, a little bit more, more expensive um, yeah. away now, yeah. and that might be working perfectly for for Sundowns. It's set up nicely for the second leg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think also I think people don't think about the the pitch dimensions. FNB much bigger mm. pitch. You go to a, a much smaller mm. Lucas Moripe Stadium. It it encourages Sundowns to play a little bit more faster. Mm. Um, it closes down the, the the spaces a little bit more. Mm. Um, so it's set up very nicely at the Lucas Maripa Stadium for the second leg because um, now both teams, maybe Chiefs a little bit more yeah, than Sundowns, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. has to go out and, yeah. and really chase the game to try and get uh, that win and get and, and take themselves into the final. Yeah. Pirates were similar, <laughs> um, and it was such a such a a beautiful game. Yeah. Beautiful game at the Athlone Stadium. Athlone packed. packed. Athlone Stadium looks in pristine yeah. condition. Um and and you can see with this pirate side they've got what it takes to actually really trouble Sundowns this season. In in all competitions for me because the 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 previous I think it was the quarterfinal of the of the cup of the of the MTN eight. Yeah, yeah. Washed, Clean them up. Washed Clean them up. Away. Three 0 at home. Five 0 Five no five. I'm forgetting the five other. Five 0 at home. Mm. Um, and, and that was a much, a much easier game for me. I feel like it it, it looked really nice when you see guys scoring five. It's a, it was an easy game. The hard games are when you're you have to come from behind because they had to come from behind against Stellenbosch. Yeah. Um, away from home. Yeah, it did help with the red card. I yeah, mean, it did. Yeah, losing, um, what, uh, Molesanya, I think yeah. that's the guy, got a, got a straight red, what, 35 minutes into yeah. the game? Yeah. And, but Pirates already a goal down by yeah. then. Uh, well, got be they had a goal just before uh, conceded a goal just before half time yes. so they were one nil down even though the um Stellenbosch were playing yeah. with 10 players and obviously again it's it's about being composed um probably making sure it, your wingers are as yeah. wide as they can you make yeah. the field as big as, as you as can, you can. Yeah. because obviously the Stellenbosch will try to protect the middle give you the mm -hmm. space on the outside so 
Yeah, I mean, for the, the red hot striker yeah. at the moment, Lipasa, I just can't st- stop Zeke's scoring mind. at the Zeke's moment, mind. which is nice. I mean, yeah. I hope this run continues because you know, South African football has been dying for, yeah. for, for, for goal scorers and high goal scoring matches. Yeah. And it seems like uh, Rivera has got something going. Um, um, The confidence um, in the side is is really nice to see. And yeah, um, it feels like Pirates are probably a team that is closer to maybe competing with Sundowns. And for me, if if they could just take away some of those draws every now and then, yes. um, you can maintain that momentum yeah. um, with with uh, with Sundowns. I think a, a, a quick mention to, to, to Pirates as well, management-wise, because they, they could have easily offloaded yep. Zakele La Passa long ago because mm. of, of the amount of injuries that he's had in his career. Um, they've sent him out on loan a couple of times. He won the NetBank Cup with, uh, I think, TS Galaxy when they were still... Um, in in the in the league um, lower than the the the, the DSTV Premiership, mm. and they brought him back because they knew what they had in him, you mm. know, um, and, and he's repaying that now. Um, a fitter, stronger Zakele La Passa gives you mm. goals, plenty of them. A hat trick in the, the the quarterfinals. He mm. scored again in the semi, so it's it's looking really good from a Paris point of view, and and it's set up nicely for. The, the return leg as well. They, they've got two goals away. They're coming back home um, for, for the se- second leg of, of, of the semi- semi-final. So definitely look like a team that can, can, has already got the F one foot in, in, the, in the final. Yeah, two goals crucial away from home. Yeah. Um, also must give shout out to Masangwanyi. Masangwanyi, yeah. Masangwanyi. Yeah. I mean, it's two assists. Um, yeah. And uh, we often speak about the goal scorers, yeah? Um, we don't give the guys that uh, give those passes. Assists, and yeah. those proper two, two, two assists as well. So, yeah, yeah um, seems like probably everyone to remain fit um, at Pirates. There could potentially be be, be a, a big season yeah. ahead. And, of course, uh, if Ulipesa can continue... Um, scoring those goals um, yeah and f- interesting enough just yep. one more point seems to be a lot more headed goals yeah in the both sides yeah. there's a lot of headed yeah. goals yeah. Uh, both semi-finals let me put it that yeah. way rather seems headed to be goals. headed goals yeah. I don't know what that means Yafagu cross him Zanz Fagu cross interesting from a technical point of view yeah. also yeah I mean it, it, it'll be interesting to try and debunk that 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 kind of uh, tactic and why our players, why our coaches setting up to to put in mm. the box, the ball into the box, and and have you know the 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 players head head mm. meet it with their head. So mm. yeah, because it's, it's not like when you think about it, it's not like these really like tall, tall strikers. strikers no. They they're not, but yeah. like the headers have been proper, stunning, yeah. like clean, yeah. and that means also the accuracy of the crosses, of the crosses. because I mean you're finding guys in the 18 area that are not necessarily massive oaks mm. and that pinpoint which is yeah probably interesting to follow because um um i didn't really probably yeah. you would have thought as a as a big south african thing at the moment but it, it carpet seems to football be, is yeah, more yeah. of south yeah. african stuff yeah. um should we touch on f1 or is it something that no 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 we can yeah. touch on f1 <laughs> it's not a problem there uh, f1 um, because I mean, uh, you watched the race last night. Yeah. Um, while we were working. While we were working. <laughs> uh, 
And Carlos Sainz uh, led for a little bit. Yeah, 14 laps. I mean, it wasn't yeah. bad. Uh, but, it, I mean, Ferrari seems to be... Um, they seem to have pace for one lap. But I think this weekend, which was surprising for everyone, mm. I think they definitely had the quickest car on the straight. Mm. I mean, I think there were stats of like 350 Ks. <laughs> Of the straights, um, and which was there was the the closest to them was guess who? Guess who was the closest to to um, to Mercedes? Ferrari? To Ferrari, ah, Mercedes were one of the worst. Mercedes was one of the worst. It was Williams, bro. Williams, <laughs> Williams, like three forty eight of the straight to Albon. Um, so it's it's. That car has definitely been one of the quickest yeah. in the straight. But he may say these are like 338. Um, Max, obviously, the, 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 the Red Bulls was quicker off like the chicanes. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, that's where they, their traction was yeah. good. So they could close the gap. And then obviously, Sainz would have to try to push off the straight. So yeah. every time he got to, to, the, to the wiggly parts of yeah. the, of the, of of the, the track, course, yeah. um, that's where um, Max was closing the gap. If we talk a quick one, sorry. If we're talking upgrades for the season so far, I must say um, the team that you just mentioned, Williams, yeah, McLaren, yeah, and Alpine have made some upgrades. Are very surprising yeah. this season, especially Williams. I'm very happy for Albon. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and after that the Red Bull, uh, after yeah. the Red Bull, and I think he's definitely putting the like he's staying for a very long time right now. In the, yeah, it's yeah. an interesting one because like. Clearly, being a team leader, yes, he has like risen up to that, you know, uh, pressures, and yeah, and I think he's found the team. Because if you had to ask him right now, would you want to go to Red Bull um, when Perez, maybe Perez is done? Yeah, I probably would say no because I you mean, stay here. Williams is making strides. I yeah. agree. Uh, you know, Luga, because it, it, they're very competitive, mm. and of course, it's 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 been certain track specific. Yes. The more straights they have, the, the more the they the come into they to to the party, yeah. which is which is really good. And um, and I think I mean, he, it's Mons is one of your quicker tracks. Yeah. Um, and I think the surprising part for me was I mean, obviously Ferrari having yeah. the right. I think they just probably made. Um, slow, less downforce, um, and kind of focus on straight line speed. And ooh, Red Bull was slightly different mm. to that, where they focused on a little bit more downforce, knowing that the, um, their overall pace, I mean, uh, the deficit wasn't that big, but yep. they'll catch them up. And of course, having the DRS uh, yes. behind Science for so long yeah. kept him in in that um, in that uh, in that race. I mean, just looking at. Uh, just the top 10. Yeah. Max, of course, we have to talk about yeah. Max. 10 in a row. Uh, uh, yeah, he's, yeah, it's, it's, I think he's won 28 <laughs> of the last 35 races. Yeah. 80% of the last yeah. 35 races. So it just shows you how informed Max is. Um, well done, Max. Um, well done, six. Bro. We have to give you, because it's you, you guys. Uh, Max finished first, um, Perez second. There was a very, very interesting fight between yeah. the Ferraris, three and four. Mm. Because obviously, being in Italy, um, having the Tifosi right oh. there, being at home, mm. trying to impress, 
and the Ferraris had a go at each other, mm. trying to fight for that last podium yeah, um, position. Yeah. And at times, I was like, when's the guy? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Because um, you could have easily crashed Crashed. each other out. And then he just... Le- um, and uh, officer was like, hey, chief, we need to entertain yeah. Italian people because yeah. at the moment, they're not complete, uh, competing in the front front. Yeah. But it li- it let's at, at least home. give them something. Um, yeah. Leclerc was fourth. Russell, fifth. Hamilton, um, uh, sixth. sixth. Yeah. Russell had a five second penalty but it was a big enough gap that um hamilton couldn't gain albon again finishing well seventh Uh, norris also very interesting race him and piastri i think that's also going to be a very interesting uh, combination to watch because piastri is coming for lando yeah he's being consistent and at some point they're going to clash they're going to crash yeah. because this boy now is maybe not seeing himself as a number two. He sees himself as, you know, because they did even yeah. um, um, hit each other on that uh, a corner of, yeah. um, I think, off the first corner. Yeah. And I was like, what are these two doing? So it just shows you um, once you start getting closer, that boy must say, hey, they pump, I'm, I'm, coming, I'm, I'm coming for they you. Alonso doing. Um, <laughs> um, Alonso things still um, in the top 10, yeah. ninth, and Bottas completing Valtteri. the top 10. Um, and just to, 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 to say, I mean, the next, um, the next one is going to be in Singapore yeah. uh, on the 15th. And quickly, the points. Red Bull oh, are currently oh, sitting oh. on 583. Mercedes, 273. That's a huge gap. Um, Ferrari and Mercedes have pipped uh, Aston Martin now. Aston Martin sitting on four. And Ferrari on 228 coming to that third position. Yeah. So it feels like if he continues that way, uh, the the will probably Second, stay. Yeah, uh, will probably stay like that. Um, so yeah, interesting times. Um, uh, Singapore being the next race. Yeah, me. DRS, what, 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 what? It's all Chinese to me. The, the, the <laughs> only thing I hate, ne? if Ferrari can sort out the tire yeah. management, because yeah. that's where they're getting child at yeah. the moment. Nah. E- Red Bull is very good with those Strategy. Yeah. Strategy. Yeah. Um, before we go to the... Before we go to the, the Premier League, um, <laughs> it, it, it's it's going to form a bulk of our chat, but we need to keep that short as well. Yeah, we will. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to talk about. I mean, I'm, I'm not, not going to talk, talk about, about VAR. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to talk about VAR. I will not talk about VAR. I'm done with VAR. I'm going to keep it short as well because I lost yeah. to Forest. So this, what am I going to say? Chelsea lost to Forest. Before we get to the Premier League, <laughs> we we've got um, a continuous sort of headache in South African sport in terms mm. of the broadcast rights. Mm. Um, I mean, we obviously work for the one broadcaster, um, and I used to work for the other broadcaster as well. You used to work for the other broadcaster. (laughs) So Uh, yeah, interesting conversation. It's a very interesting (laughs) conversation, but it's it's a it's a disheartening one as well because you would imagine that the public broadcaster would be able to broadcast games of national interest, and and that's their mandate. Yeah. but it's so difficult for them to get rights. There's a lot that gets said in the media about that specific topic and and, uh, and why the public broadcaster sort of 
um, struggles to get those rights. Um, I feel we need a strong public broadcaster. 100%. We really do need a strong public broadcaster because it not only gives um, the national teams a bigger platform, a bigger reach, but it also gives enough jobs for you and I. Yes. A healthy public broadcaster opens up so many opportunities for so many people. Yeah. Um, so the reason why we're speaking about this is that um, obviously this past week it was announced that they won't be showing the Rugby World Cup. Couldn't show the, the Australian series. Couldn't show the Australian series. Mm. Now can't show the Rugby World Cup. Yeah. It's tough because when you look at the impact of what 2019 did in terms of yeah, the, nation. The, the, the nation and, and the product itself of rugby um, and its impact on a lot of young South Africans who want to play rugby, yeah. all of a sudden rugby doesn't become or doesn't get perceived as uh, a white-dominated sport because they see the likes of Sia Kolisi, they see the likes of Makazole Mapimpi who scores the first ever try uh, from a Springbok in a, cup, in, a, in a World Cup final. They see Lukanyo Am, they see the Chesman Kobe's, they see the Damien Willemses, they see uh, the representation. South Africa. Yeah, they see a, a, a representation of themselves in those stars. And because it's accessible, you can switch it on. You don't have to pay any amount of money to switch on to yeah. SABC <coughs> 1, 2, 3 to watch um, a game of, of rugby at a, at a World Cup. Yeah. It's, it's heart, disheartening, and I think we don't have the answers. We obviously don't. Um, it's above our pay grade. It's very <laughs> much above our pay grade, but I think there needs to be a, a lot of good conversations between all those parties to prioritize the fact that that product has an impact, cricket has an impact, football has an impact, <coughs> rugby has an impact on young South Africans wanting to pursue careers in those sporting codes. And not only those three sporting codes, there's other sporting codes as well, netball, um, hockey, whatever. Mm. We need to try and find solutions and people to make, to find those solutions to this problem because it is a problem. It's, it's, it's not something that we can sit here and say, because we work for the other broadcaster, we say, ah, yeah, great yeah, for yeah. us. It's not. It's not great for us because we There's want to see people working in those spaces yeah. and have enough conversation because we might not get it. The reach. Yeah. It's the reach. We might not mm. get it right all the time mm. and somebody else from a different per, uh, platform has a different perspective. So yeah. that's it creates great conversation. It creates the reach that we want um, and hopefully people can get it right. And on top of that, sport is for everyone. Yeah. Um, that's the bottom line. Is sport is for everyone. It should be accessible mm. to everyone. Um, the national team represent all of us. Yeah. And I think you're spot on in terms, I mean, ours on the other side. And you have interesting conversations with people yeah. who, I mean, remember Nimzanzi Super League for the first time. Mm. And... I mean, when I was staying right across the, st the stadium, Wondrous, mm. and the, the staff, um, the helpers mm. there, when they saw, I mean, they could see me every day going yeah. to training, yeah. but 
it's a lot of crickets they don't see it yeah as soon as it was on icbc and when it was msl and we're doing well when i was coming back home they were like hi boom we saw you doing amazing <laughs> things and all this stuff they could relate they could yeah, see it and yeah. that for me i was like we go to the airport yeah. around the country during that it was buzzing people yeah. people that you never thought you know were coming to you and saying hey well done yeah um for what you're doing that's yeah. amazing the conversation so it speaks about the importance of making sure that it's accessible to everyone and i think uh, again as someone who was given an opportunity on the other side yeah. um by the other broadcaster it i mean i'm here today because of that opportunity yeah. someone opened that window uh that door yeah. for me to 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 be doing this even yeah. today because i mean it i love talking about sports yeah. and the game but someone had to have given me that opportunity yeah. and learn it was a great place to learn yeah. um opportunity to get these tools of being in front of the camera yeah. behind the camera etc yeah. um and that's what SABC will always be it's given a lot of people a, a lot of our team yeah. currently on the other side yes most of them come from yeah. the other side yeah. you know so it shows you that the opportunities that are available from the national broadcaster um you know are, are are crucial and i think it's it's a conversation that csa needs to lead mm -hmm. uh, and of course the two giants need to come and of course guys these things about money yes we have to be honest these things about money if one broadcaster buys the rights and the other one wants to sublet the rights you have to put money on the table mm. but it's how these conversations are happening mm. um are we leaving it last minute and saying boom we don't have a choice pay oganye yeah. are we saying okay how how are these conversations and unfortunately we're not privy to, to those, how these yeah. conversations are, are being held but we get to see um the, the, the statements yeah. and of course we see people um, um um just one more thing as well um someone who's traveled to you live guys these i mean i think in england i mean mm. i was looking at um sky sports yeah you pay 40 pounds a month to to get Access, sky yeah. and by the way sky does not cover all the premier league games no so in england you have a combination of sky sky BT. amazon bt bt has changed now they change names yeah. uh, ts something, something yeah. Yeah, yeah and you could literally have a combination of the three if not four just to, be to get full access in south africa yeah. we pay a thousand rand all inclusive yeah like all included and you think about that eh, what 1000 divided by what is it to a pound right now yeah. so it's also you got to think about how these things are packaged it's completely south africa we're one of the few people were complaining over the weekend right now sky was not showing liverpool game <laughs> and people were complaining that how are we paying all these amounts for this but yet you don't get all the games south africa is one of the few nations where we get to see Everything. all the games yeah. and and there are times where obviously we don't see the league cups and all that stuff that's mm. a sacrifice that's been made mm. that you know some of those games so that's also the impact that people don't maybe also don't understand of the mm. business that we are uh, sitting at a privileged position i laugh at some of the english friends and said oh, i'm watching all these games they're saying I don't even have don't access have to access, this. So yeah. there, there's there's so much to be discussed on these conversations because 
at times we don't understand our privilege in mm. terms of um, but at the same time you've got to understand the the economy of our country and, yeah. and those a thousand rand yeah. is a lot of money yep. and, and and of course this is where now um, you know SABC um, comes into I've mentioned the name now <laughs> um, comes into the party yeah. and they do show certain games Absolutely. of the Premier League as well yeah. which is crucial but also, you got to also keep in mind in terms of how these rights are they uh, are expensive, are being, sold, uh, yeah. being expensive, and of course, different uh, broadcasters mm. bid for these to have these rights. Because you can go into the hundred millions, close to the billions, mm. just for Premier League rights yep. or, or rugby rights. And yeah. I, and I love this conversation because you know working behind the scenes, and I just feel that it, it's weird, man, that we're fighting over you know these rights because, as you say, as the national broca- uh, broadcaster, they're supposed to have the, the, the rights to the national games. Yeah. But I also feel that Supersport and SABC can't do it all alone. Yeah. There's so many you know Other sports around, yeah. and they don't have like women's um, cricket domestically. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the one day they also going to you know need those um, those rights and going to sell those rights and yeah. have a spot in a, in a, in a, on a channel or a platform. So yeah. I feel like the pie is so big. It's and I, I don't think Supersport or SABC can can do it alone. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you I mean, think just even in the past, domestic cricket, right? So it used to be there'll be certain games that are covered by. Yeah. Sport. I mean, semi-finals used to be. Let's say the two semi-finals. Um, obviously, being semi-finals, <laughs> um, <laughs> one broadcaster would showcase the domestic um, final on their platform, mm. and the other. So those are some of the relationships mm. that were there. But surely, uh, with with money not being there, mm. um, the other one started taking over because mm. there was, you know, that vacancy there. Yeah. So I mean, we had the CSA Awards a couple of months ago. Yeah. We had, a, we had a presenter from one broadcaster, yeah. a, presenter a presenter from, from another, another, which is some of the relationship is still there. Yeah. But of course, I mean, the more they work together, mm. I mean, the more it serves the South African people. I think mm. that's what it boils down to. Yeah, I think I think we've covered it. Yeah, yeah I think we've covered it. Um, Premier League, I think we'll close off with the Premier League because uh, it's helpful for, for me and you, Nons. Um, <laughs> And, and, and maybe Lunga will have a lot to say <laughs> in this I'm sure he's got season. a lot to say. But maybe we can start with, with Chelsea Forest. Um, obviously, that that for me was was a game where, and well, I've said it before, I mean, we don't have the experience to, to consistently win games in the league because of the, 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 the young age of that squad. Mm. Um, but there's no excuse because... It shouldn't be excused because we had plenty of opportunities, particularly in that first half, to find three or four goals. Um, I think Nicholas Jackson missed from an empty net um, again in the second half. There were so many. It was just sudden, uh, such an erratic performance from Chelsea at home, and we've seen a lot of those uh, performances at home in the past s- sort of two seasons, um, going back to last season and then the beginning of this season. So. It's so disheartening for me from a Chelsea fan point of view to see such an erratic performance, um, very low quality, uh, and, and, and such, a, such a tepid sort of performance from, from, from a Chelsea side that you expect to beat Forrest at home. Mm. But 
hats off to Forrest because I we spoke about it after after that Man United result where they almost really and they actually did push United all the way, uh, but just couldn't find um, that that winning touch. Um, yeah, that's it for this week, Nons. Um, I think we've 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 done justice. We've done <laughs> justice. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, for listening in uh, please don't forget to subscribe like uh, comment please tell us I'm still what waiting for like. those comments yeah eh? please tell us what you'd like us to yeah. speak about who to invite us again do you want us to speak to we've got a nice big couch here uh, that we can invite people to have plenty of chats i mean we are looking to do a few i think especially during this international break so i mean so we're not under yes. enormous amount of pressure yes. to obviously review and chat yes. about the game. So, yeah, we're trying to use that time for a few interviews as well. Yeah. All around, as they say, um, Instagram, on, on Instagram, Twitter, Twitter and of X. course, or X. Yeah. And yeah, we obviously on YouTube, you can yeah. find our full vodcast, I think they are. Yes. I'm a dinosaur when it comes <laughs> to this podcast, this vodcast. Yes. Uh, Afri, Afripods, Afripods as well, as well. And, and on Spotify as well. Yeah, and we'll see you next week. Cheers. <laughs>